Ladies and gentlemen, I've asked you to meet me here today because this is probably the last broadcast uh, of 2017. Hopefully we'll be here in 2018, but uh, for the moment, this is, I think, a very important step in the British broadcasting system. Time for us to look back on the year of 2017 and work out whether it really was as appalling as we first thought. So, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the James Whale Radio Podcast Show, and thank you for joining us. Right, okay, so uh, here we are again. A very, very good day to you, whatever time you're listening to us. Uh, uh, welcome to the programme. I, uh, by the way, am sitting in bright sunshine in the south of England. Uh, my friend Rob producing is sitting in snow in North Wales. And it just goes to show what a fabulously diverse part of the world we are lucky enough to live in. I read somewhere that there's going to be an ice age in 2030 in the UK. Yeah. Well, they, they reckon that that is the state of this planet normally and that we are very lucky to exist in between ice ages and uh, every few thousand years or whatever it is, uh, another ice age ensues. And usually, by the way, you find uh, that the planet warms up a bit before the next ice age. Well, when's the warming up bit? Can that sort of hurry up? Well, you know, apparently that's been happening and, of course, everybody says, oh, it's man-made. Let us stop doing all these dastardly things and we'll sort out the climate they are quits the people who say that uh because even if it is man-made that is a natural phenomenon because man invents things and does stuff and changes the ecology and that's what happens all the time all the time it could be that a meteorite smacks into the planet and changes the ecology um, and you're not going to actually stop the meteorite smashing into us by not flying in an aeroplane or driving an electric car, are you? Well, not unless uh, it's the plane that gets hit by the meteorite, I suppose. Well, even if the plane gets hit by the meteorite, it's still going to crash into the planet, isn't it? I mean, anyway, listen, I thought we'd do a review of the year. Look at the marvellous and, and fabulous and exciting thing. Every time I've turned on the television... They're doing a review of the year with some kind of, I don't know, some patronising, usually very young, probably snowflake-type presenter say, telling you what all the wonderful things are that have happened in 2017. Well, I'm here to tell you it wasn't such a good year. America's got Donald Trump. We are heading over a cliff because some stupid idiots in this country, not the majority, decided, oh, I think we should vote to leave Europe. And if we do that, can we bring back hanging and can we have blue passports as well? Morons. So, no, I don't think 2017 is going to go down in history as one of the world's finest years. I spoke to somebody on my talk radio show. You know I have a show on talk radio, don't you? I've mentioned that before. Uh, no, you've not mentioned that before. Haven't oh, I? Oh, no. oh, yeah, talk radio, 7 o'clock until 10, Monday to Thursday. And then sometimes on Sunday, on what? talk radio. But live. Live? Yeah, live. This one, of course, isn't live. We're not doing this live. This is a painting of a radio show. 
Has anyone there got a button to press when you um, say things you're not supposed to? Well, when I say f or or bollocks or something. Yeah, those words, yeah. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I, I, where was I? Oh yeah, yeah, so, you know, it, it seems not only those sort of problems that, that we've had here, but, you know, the continuing wars that are going on in the Middle East, the terrorist attacks, the banal stupidity of those people who follow organised religion and are prepared to kill people for it. You know, I, I, I have to say, uh, it's not very PC to do it. I don't really get And people who dress up in certain clothes because they're religious and have to stuff it down your throat. And people who have to eat certain things on certain days. And people have, what what sort of God actually wants people to do these things? And why, why, do, why do people do it? And the other thing I've got a real thing about at the moment is some um, tradition. All these people, oh, we've got to put up the Christmas lights, we've got to send the Christmas cards, must get a turkey. And I quite like turkey, but I don't have to eat at Christmas. I don't do Christmas cards. In fact, the whole Christmas thing leaves me really quite cold, to be honest with you. Tradition, people, oh, we've got to have tradition. Like the wankers who voted to leave the European Union. Two things that, that they most wanted, most people in a survey the other day, uh, who voted to leave the European Union, wanted A, to bring back hanging, and B, to get blue passports back. I mean, are these the most facile people going, or what? It is a nice colour blue, though, isn't it, when you think about it? You didn't have to have a, a beige, whatever colour they call the passport now. You could have, we could have maintained a blue passport. That's it. Nobody says you have to have the... Oh, this is so stupid. Much as I hate bureaucracy, I've no love for those um, MEPs, a lot of them either. Oh, and by the way, I don't think anybody in UKIP should be paid, and I don't think they should get, uh, they should get these wonderful um, pensions that they will get from the European Union. You know, Nigel Farage, who I did count as a friend, I'm beginning to wonder now, uh, uh, they, all the guys in, in UKIP who voted to get us out of the European Union will continue after it's all done and dusted, as far as I can see, to be able to draw a pension for the years that they spent in the European Union. I think a leader of a party gets even more. How much more? I don't know. I'm going to check that out. I did have turkey, by the way. I had turkey. I was going to have chicken, but my wife jibbed it at yeah, the last minute. Did she? Yeah. If you got a nice turkey crown, that's fine, as long as you didn't get it from Tesco, where apparently they washed it in something that made it taste bad. I think we got our turkey from M&S, I think. I don't know where we got ours from. Oh, I should, you know, Sainsbury's, I do, because I bought it. <laughs> I do. No, I did all the Christmas shopping and some of the Christmas cooking this year, but there we are. Um... And it was very nice, by the way. But, you know, it, it, you don't have to have it. Apparently, Jesus, uh, who was a historical figure, by the way, although I'm not really sure he did these miracles, but things do get exaggerated, don't they? Did Jesus have turkey for Christmas? No, don't be ridiculous. It's an American idea. Oh, okay. Christmas as we have it. Now, first of all, apparently he was born on the 29th of June or some, some, sometime in midsummer. Yeah, you need to have Christmas at winter. No wonder they moved it. Yeah, yeah, it's that important to them. I, I don't mind having a, you know, having a um, a feast at the end of one year, looking forward to the next. Because listen, I hope, I hope that this new year uh, will bring some sense 
to prevail because we cannot, the world can't go on the way it is. I mean, I'm being serious for one moment. I'm always serious. What am I talking about? We cannot go on uh, trying to sort of say, well, we, we, you know, as long as we're all right here, that's all that matters. We're probably, there are more people suffering now than at any other time for many, many years. Our forefathers didn't behave the way a lot of people are at the moment during the First and Second World Wars, did they? We didn't turn our backs on the, the Jewish population, the gay population, the, the disabled population that were being persecuted by the Nazis. But we seem to feel that it's perfectly all right to ignore those people who are suffering huge problems from war-torn areas in the Middle East. And what I don't understand is all these God-fearing people like the Pope and the Archbishops and all these other whatever, um, they, they don't seem to be bothered one way or the other. And it's all happening in the area where their religion is supposed to come from. This is, you know, it, it, it is the most bizarre time. And then I spoke to some guy on my talk radio show the other day um, who I could hardly understand him because he was sort of, um, you know how some people grunt rather than speak? <laughs> yes. You know, he went, hey, I'm sitting here over here. <laughs> and I couldn't understand a bloody word he was saying anyway. Um, and uh, he was going on about... Um, uh, people who are stupid and thick and idiotic who want to remain in the European Union and don't they realise how Great Britain is and how we are we are sadly being taken advantage of and we have to assert ourselves in the world. He was talking like a moron. I said, what do you do? He said, oh, I, I glean from the grunts. He's a, what they call a metal polisher. And he's moaning about everybody else and people getting subsidies. And I said, well, I'm, I'm, I'm so happy for you. And, of course, uh, when we do leave the European Union, there probably won't be any work for polishing metal either because it'll probably be done somewhere else cheaper and you'll be out of work. So stuff that up. You'll watch it and go and whistle. I mean, just nobody seems to think that the European Union needed to be changed. The way they are, we've said this over and over again, but for goodness sake, if we carry on the way we are now... And the politicians, stupid Jeremy, stupid Corbyn. Yeah, I mean, what what is that man all about? And what are the followers of Corbyn on? I mean, what what do they what do they want? Another communist regime? Point to me one communist country that really has done well. No, Russia's not communist. It's a dictatorship, if anything. And actually, I'm beginning to think dictatorship is probably a good idea, as long as you have somebody like me in charge. I can't really see how things could go wrong, can you? Well, obviously, can I be your deputy? Absolutely, without a shadow of a doubt, you could be deputy. Yeah. Well, well then we're saved then, really. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, all right, the, the people get very upset, but I'm looking forward to the royal wedding, and the idea that an American who doesn't like Trump uh, is going to be part of our royal family, I think is brilliant, uh, that she is a woman of colour, a woman who has social uh, views, I think is absolutely brilliant. It's making me even more of a royalist than I was, but a modern royalist, not a royalist like Henry VIII, who really should have been got rid of many, many years before. And, of course, that's, that's back down to religion, isn't it? Henry VIII started the Church of England. It would be good now to separate our royal family from religion. I know that the current Queen thinks that she has a duty and everything else, that's fine. But as soon as uh, we move on to the next King, whether it's Charles or William, I don't think they should be encumbered by having to pretend to be religious. 
Yeah, I suppose as the generations go, I suppose it eventually will <clears> separate, <throat> I imagine. Um, and by the way, if you don't like anything uh, we're saying, you know how to... Uh, I mean, I'm, I'm saying if you don't like... I know most of the world agree with the whale, uh, but if there's, uh, if there's something you would like to contest, please um, email me, jameswhaleradio at gmail.com, jameswhaleradio at gmail.com, or you can call us on uh, 0117-230-1771. It's all on the website at jameswhaleradio.co.uk. You can ring that number and leave a message. And uh, if it's interesting, entertaining or whatever, we'll put it on the show. Um, so, I, you know, I think it was a, it's a bastard of a year, to be honest with you, the last uh, year for all sorts of reasons. And I think it is time we all took stock and realised that, yeah, the European Union is uh, over-bureaucratic, um, over-dictatorial. Um, and we have not really taken enough interest in it. Every time I interview an MEP, I wonder what the hell they are. Well, they got in because nobody was interested. I could have become an MEP. I should have become an MEP. I'd be earning a fortune and then have a great pension to fall back on. Uh, we need to sort this out. It, 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 it is going to cause us an enormous amount of upset, even though we've still got these MPs. Oh, I don't know what we're talking about. We've managed perfectly well before we were members of the uh, European Union. You know, half of them don't even remember what it was like. We didn't manage absolutely fabulously well before we joined. <laughs> and, and, okay, things could be better. But this, it, it goes down to, well, we want to have control of our own laws. Well, as soon as we seem to be having control of our own laws in Parliament, they all get upset again. We want to do our own trade deals. There are 73 trade deals that are currently done, have been done by uh, the European Union, which includes the Brits as well, um, which have to be unravelled. 73 with other countries outside the EU, as I understand it. 73 trade deals. We There's nothing to say we're going to get as good a deal as we've got at the moment. It is bizarre that we had a referendum with... I know I bang on about this, but nobody else seems to be concerned. Everybody seems to capitulate. Oh, yeah, well, we voted. The British people voted for it. I think the best thing to do now is to get on and do it. Really? No, you carry on. Um, so, anyway, 2017. Trump. Donald J. Trump. What does the J stand for? Jackass. Oh, right. Um, I was talking to a, um, a military man the other day who said actually he, he'd met, um, is it Vice President Mathis, and he's a, a brilliant um, uh, military mind. And, and, that, and that's great. And that Trump, all Trump is doing is trying to confuse the enemy, and he's not as stupid as people think. He's just confusing the, uh, um, the Russians and the Chinese and the uh, North Koreans. And the rest of I the said, world. What he's doing? And the rest of the world. He's doing a bloody good job at it. Yeah. I mean, I might, I might have to apologise to him and say, listen, I, I, I thought you were a dickhead, but obviously it's all an act and you're a really clever man. He's a clever dick. Well, there's that as well. Uh, yeah, yeah. And, uh, and women love to be grabbed in certain places. By the dog, yes. Yeah, yeah, by the dog. <laughs> uh, oh, the pussy. <laughs> I wasn't going to say that. But a cat. Yeah, I don't like the term cat. I prefer the term pussy. <laughs> I'm not sure if I have to edit that out or not. Well, 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 why? Why would you... A cat or a pussy cat? Well, what is, what is the point of editing that out? Some people might take offence. You know what it's like these days. Oh, yeah. Now let's talk about that. Donald Trump. 
Um, forget him. I've had enough about him. Uh, but uh, did you see the thing the other day where now the government, quite rightly in my mind, uh, quite rightly as far as I'm concerned, are going to uh, make universities stop this ridiculously banal thing of having to have safe spaces so that no student at university is going to hear anything that might upset them. Because we wouldn't want to upset them, would we? We wouldn't want them to have to be confronted by differing opinions to those that they hold themselves. Let's forget that there are people having their heads cut off in the Middle East and people being killed for no reason at all except some stupid f***quit thinks that there's a god that if uh, if they go out and do these things, they'll end up uh, living in paradise. People like that, of course, um, are, can't be listened to. We don't want to even think they exist. No wonder there are so many useless uh, people coming out of university. I do find, I find people who didn't go to university so much more interesting, so much more rounded. You know, people go along to radio stations and say, can I get a job? And uh, some radio stations, BBC, will say, oh, yeah, so what university grades have you got? Uh, and they end up with some of the worst people. I've worked for the BBC for quite a lot, and I, I am amazed at the, the lame brain, limp sort of what's-its that you, you meet there who uh, they walk around like geography teachers, most of them, I think they know better than everybody else. You get somebody who says, I just want to get on the radio. I just want to work in, in the media and broadcasting. I've got a passion for it. Uh, they didn't need to go to university. They'll be a heck of a lot better. As long as you can talk, I imagine. That's the uh, required... Yeah, but most of the people at the BBC don't go on the air. Most of the people working at the BBC just wander around uh, telling other people what to do. Oh. Mind you, I have saved local BBC radio, by the way. Have you? Yeah, well, they were going to make £10 million worth of cuts and cut down the hours that, that BBC radio stations uh, worked. And I gave a talk saying this was the most ridiculous and stupid thing and the BBC need to pay more attention to their whatever. And, uh, and after I made this speech, they decided to turn the whole thing around. Oh, I thought it was because you quit and saved them all your salary. I wasn't getting paid very much. Don't start spreading that with <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't, I'm, listen, I'm, I'm over retirement age and still working, mate. Listen, don't you think I ever made much money out of this? Not that I'm bothered, by the way, but uh, it, it's interesting that people see the likes of some of the big earners, you know, Chris Evans, who sits there and does very little except annoy people because he shouts a lot and doesn't say, you know. Uh, and he earns two point two million pounds a year. I don't think I've ever, I've never earned on the radio point two million pounds, let alone two million point two. Um, so it, it 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 is ridiculous. Most people working for the BBC doing a show on one of their local radio stations will be uh, lucky to earn a hundred, a hundred and fifty pounds a day. That sounds a lot when you think about it, but it's not really a lot when you think about it. Twenty twenty-five to thirty thousand pounds a year. That's not a high salary, is it? No, that's that's about average. Yeah. So you know they're not they're not getting huge amounts of money, um, and lots of those are freelance people. So they're not getting paid holidays or sickness or anything else. So they've got to sort their own taxes and things out out of that. Yeah. Yeah. So they're not getting paid very well at all. Um, anyway, we don't care about that. There are more important things to talk about. I've forgotten where I was going with that. What was I talking about? Uh, well, you just saved the BBC. Yeah, no, I saved the BBC, yeah. Oh, uh, snowflakes, going back to that. Oh, yeah. And, and this whole thing about safe spaces. Luckily, the government's setting up a department to stop that. I should think so as well. How dare are you? It's a bunch of lefty um, student union arseholes who decided that they're going to non-platform people who say things they don't like. 
I cannot, I cannot bear to do a radio show stuffed full of people who say things I agree with. It's just dull. You know, I want to talk to people who have completely and utterly different points of view. I choked off a bloke from the RAC the other night on talk radio. Did you? Yeah. I said, you know, we've had all this trouble on the roads. Yeah. Yeah. So um, we have all the trouble on the roads, and, and to my mind, the reason there are accidents is because people are stupid, inadequate, and shouldn't be in motor cars or lorries. Yeah. You know, they're stupid. I said to the RAC, um, don't you agree that, you know, people go out, there's only one reason why you have accidents, that's because people are not capable of making the right decisions and driving properly to the weather conditions, so they're flipping stupid, aren't they? And so this spokesman from the RAC said, oh, no, oh, no, I wouldn't say that. And I cut him off in the end. I thought, pillock. <laughs> pillock. The reason we've had our roads snarled up is because people are driving out there are not capable of doing it. If you can't drive well in bad conditions, stay at home. If you're a truck driver and in bad weather your truck jackknifes, that's because you were going too fast. And don't tell me, oh, I didn't realise there was ice on the road, because if you say that, then you shouldn't be allowed to drive a truck. Yeah, you should check the weather conditions, yeah before you go out on your journey, I suppose. And in the winter, why don't you go out and, and make... I don't, I don't... I've got a heater. I don't need a coat. Supposing you break down. Supposing there is a road closed. Supposing there's snow and you have to pull over. People are stupid. Well, we know they're stupid because 17 million stupid people voted to leave the European Union. Pretty... Getting fed up with stupidity, you know. Are you? Yeah, I'm getting fat. I mean, look at America. How many stupid people voted for Trump? They were up stupid. I don't live in America, so it's okay. Well, no, it's not, because it affects us all. Yeah, I suppose. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely affects us all. Um, so I'm I'm really happy that, and uh, uh, you know, we, we've, we've got no real opposition. People say, oh, well, Jeremy Corbyn, we're going to get him in. He's an idiot. He doesn't like the European Union. He uh, he thinks everybody should um, be... I don't know what he thinks, to be honest with you. I'm, he lives in Islington in London. Here's, a, here's an interesting thought. He lives in Islington in London. It's a, it's a pretty, you know, right-on sort of trendy place to live. He's the MP for Islington in, in North London. And because I have to drive into London every now and then, um, I pay the congestion charge. And so, obviously... The people who, who handle that give your address to all kinds of people, which annoy me intently. So I got a text the other day from, uh, from Islington Council telling me that if I drove a car that had a certain polluted pollution, whatever, I would have to pay an extra £2 to park on whatever parking fee uh, I had. What on what? Two pounds more to park if I have a car that they consider is polluting the planet. What the f*** do they think that's going to achieve? So the traffic wardens have to go around looking at makes and models and looking them up on a database to find out if it's a polluting car and then issue a parking ticket, even if you paid for a parking ticket. I have no idea. I have no idea what sort of pillock the same Pratt that uh, was it in Leicestershire decided that people shouldn't eat more than six sprouts at one sitting. Well, that's a fair point, though, isn't it, really? You don't want to eat more than six, do you? 
<laughs> anyway, moving on. Um, so I, 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 I am, I am bereft of 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 of, um, uh, of of any kind of understanding of of the people who get into these positions who make such ridiculously stupid, stupid statements. I mean, now what have we got? We've got um, oh, uh, what's his name in the Beano? Um, who's the really offensive kid in the Beano? Uh, the Beano. Well, one of the comics. What, what's the offensive one? This. Um, which one? No, 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 no. The the character. What is the offensive character? Um, oh, gosh, I can't remember. The Beano. Oh, the, the guy who's always upsetting people and beating people up and doing terrible stuff. And This doesn't sound like a kid's comic to me. Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't remember the character. Anyway, he's had to be PC'd and cleaned up. And the same way that uh, I can't remember. Um, not the Artful Doc. No. Um... Oh, sugar. Oh, never mind. A shame we're not doing this live. Somebody ring me and tell me. Uh, oh, I can't think. Apparently pantomimes have to be cleaned up because it offends the left wing. What's unclean about a pantomime? The smutty jokes. Smutty men jokes? Looking up, men looking up women's skirts, um, making, you know, the smutty sort of jokes that, that happen, apparently. It, uh, it could encourage people to behave <laughs> like uh, Harvey Weinstein. <laughs> Men looking up women's skirts. All the women in pantomimes are men. So men are looking up yeah. men's skirts. Men's skirts, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it just, it just, in fact, it was quite interesting. Christopher Biggins had a big uh, uh, tirade in the uh, Sun newspaper the other day saying it's just bollocks, to be honest. He didn't use that word. I'm using that word. Uh, it just, just, why, why are we being soporific to all these people who are so f***ing easily offended um, and trying to... Oh, hang on. Mr. Ben has arrived. Yeah. So anyway, uh, I think I've been ranting on you. Maybe you should break this up with something. A hammer. That's what I'll use. Yeah. Yeah. Why don't we do some music? I have noticed how the Whaley rap has, um, has been uh, uh, nearly made it into the charts, I think. Uh, Didn't yeah. it? Well, yeah, yeah, no. Yeah. Okay. Oh, right, okay. Um, right, Bristol-based uh, Ellie's Bailey has a talent for seamlessly weaving rootsy blues, country and soulful rock with a contemporary edge. And what's more, fate has blessed her with a smoky vocal style that perfectly fits her music. Now, the miracle girl with the made-for-the-blues voice is about to release her debut album called Wildfire. And this track is what if. Traveling down this road for as long as I can remember
Well, that was quite nice. Who writes all this stuff? That's quite good. Uh, um, you didn't write that, did you? Of course not. Don't be daft. I wouldn't write something as... Uh... Ellis Bailey, it's quite nice, quite like that. Yeah. Mm. Um, you want to be played on the programme, you've got a bit of music and uh, you think people should hear it, get in touch. Let us know. Uh, Rob will give you the address. Yeah, just email me at uh, jameswellradio at gmail.com, include the MP3 and permission to play, and we'll put it on the show. Yeah, okay. Now, shall we do the letters or shall we do tech talk and films first i think we should do tech talk and films first because i seem to be talking for a lot so see see if you can't go on for half an hour or so uh okay uh apple have admitted that they are slowing people's phones down they what yes if you've got an old iphone like an iphone 6 or 7 or what i've got an iphone 5 what's wrong with the iphone 5 for sake <laughs> they're saying it's because of uh, battery power what's happening in the old when the phone gets old the battery isn't as good so um occasionally yeah. the phone will just switch off if it's consuming too much power so mm. so uh, this is apple's excuse um so what they've done is trickle they... charge yeah trickle charge that's how i do my phones when i'm not using it it goes on charge so uh, what they what they're doing is uh, they're throttling the um processor inside um the yeah. phone and making the phone run slower. And this is annoying people, obviously. It's annoying me, just you talking about it. Listen, I liked Apple, and I've got Apple everything, but if they're going to... Con- and they're an American company, aren't they? Are these made in America, these bloody phones? Well, they're designed in America, but they're not made in yeah. America, no. No. China, probably. Yeah. Um, well, can we get a British-made phone or not? You don't want a Bakelite phone, do you, really? That's no, a... no, I suppose not, no. Why don't we make a, a phone like that? Why don't we have modern technology? Why is it all made in China or Japan or Korea or wherever? Cheap production costs, I suppose. Yeah. Well, it's okay, because we'll have even cheaper production costs here when uh, everybody's done Brexit. <laughs> everybody's done Brexit. <laughs> yeah, they'll be, you know, we'll be begging, but we'll be working for nothing. Yeah, so um, everyone's annoyed because Apple didn't tell them before they put the new operating systems on their phones that it may slow down their phones. So had people been told, they wouldn't have put the operating yeah. system on. So they're, they're, uh, people are trying to take Apple to court over it in, uh, in America. Uh, I also read on the news last night that scientists have created real artificial blood. Really? Yeah, so uh, blood uh, donations might be a thing of the past. Yeah. Well, I've always thought horrible idea to have, and I've had a few blood transfusions in my life. You know, getting somebody else's blood in your body, I mean, I'd rather have it made for me specially, wouldn't you? Tailor-made blood, yes. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, and, and I don't understand why everybody isn't now able to have heart valves and everything else made from their own DNA. I thought that, or maybe they can now, I'm not sure. Uh, it, it's definitely in the pipeline, yes. Mm. Why have I got a bit of metal stuck in my hip, then? That is a very good point. Um, I suppose it would take too long to grow the new hip. From yeah, your, I suppose so. Yeah. From your stem cells, yeah. actually. <clears throat> yeah. Maybe you should start growing them when you're young, and then when you need them later in life, they're there. That is one of the theories I think they have. Um, obviously, yeah. the rich people in the world can probably afford to do that. Hmm. Is there any point in being poor? Is... <laughs> no, there is no point in being poor, mm. no. 
So, you know, and, and, and okay, we're not poor. Well, we're not particularly rich. We're not poor, um, luckily. Uh, how about, is that, you know, there, people seem to feel that you have to have a certain amount of poor people around. Surely that that should not be the case, should it? That's why I get really upset and I've had real moans about all these people, particularly the religious organisations, feeding people for Christmas. Feed them all the time or work out a way so society doesn't allow people to slip through the net, sleep on the streets, have no money, uh, have families where they have nowhere to live. This, this is, there is no excuse for this and it doesn't, there's no benefit in it. Nobody should have to be on the breadline. We should have been able to sort of sort out a society in this entire world, not just here, where people are um, okay. And then you can go on from there. But, you know, people people have got everything they need, basically everything they need, um, without having to, to, to suffer. Surely we should have got to that stage by now. Can I stick my head above the, uh, the manhole cover? Yeah, I wish you would, yeah. Um, surely we need, and this is really horrible to say this, but wouldn't the world not function if everybody was rich? No, I didn't say everybody should be rich. I mean, obviously, you know, some people are going to be rich because they... And, and and this is the other thing about people. I have one of these on the talk radio show. By the way, I'm on this Sunday at uh, 11 till 1 during the day. Um, the, thing about, the thing about being rich is that if you've got some money, then it trickles down and helps other people anyway. So the entrepreneurs who make money then end up employing people, don't they? Yes. And you, so you need them as well. But, I mean, you don't – and, okay, poor is uh, – I'm not talking about poor. I'm talking, you know, people who just don't have enough to cope, who can't get enough to feed their families. Now, a lot of, a lot of the problems are psychological. We don't treat mental illness the way we should. Um, and uh, there are, of course, people who just don't know how to cope, have no idea how to feed themselves or their families. I'm going to stick my head above the parapet. Maybe now is the time when somebody comes along and says, look, Maybe having children and a family isn't the right of every person. Maybe, maybe, I probably wouldn't have been allowed to have children, that's for sure. Um, maybe there are certain certain tests that you have to, before you're allowed to uh, bring another human being into the planet. I mean, there are, more, there are more rules and regulations about adopting a dog, and so there should be, than there are about having a child. In fact, there are none. If you know how to do it, you can do it. So it'd be like a driving test for parenthood. Well, I always used to say, and it's really politically incorrect. You know, twenty years ago, there I said, "Why, why don't we have, uh, why don't we have a ministry of procreation where you have to apply for a license before you can breed?" And what happens if you breed accidentally? There is no excuse. You don't, you don't breed accidentally. And some, someone had the uh, audacity to say, that's extremely right-wing, almost fascist. I said, I'm just throwing it out there. We don't want to upset the snowflakes, do we, too much? Well, you don't know what they're doing in them safe spaces. Mm. Uh, so don't forget the number, 011723011771, and uh, leave your thoughts there on uh, my phone box, and we'll put them in. And, of course, if you want to... Uh, uh, if you, you want to tell me some of your thoughts, uh, jameswellradio at gmail.com is my email address. Um, sorry, I've butted in again. Can you finish your what you were doing? Uh, we'll, go, we'll go on to films then. Yeah. Oh, by the way, I watched that film Hampstead the other day. Oh, it's a good film, that. Really good film. Yeah. 
Enjoyed that. Really good film. And uh, about nothing in particular, but nicely done. A Sunday afternoon film, that one. It, yeah, exactly. Exactly. I watched something else the other day. I can't think of what it was now. Uh, the Limehouse Gollum. No, I didn't watch that. No, I watched that. Oh, do, oh right. Okay. It's, it's, it's not in the cinema. It's, it's already been, but I, I got oh. it on uh, Blu-ray. Yeah. I, I enjoyed it. it was, it's like a um, horror, thriller, crime mm. film. A bit like Jack the Ripper. Based in Limehouse? Yeah. In London? Yeah. I used to live in Limehouse in London. I want to have a look at that. Send it to me. I will post it out to you this evening. Oh, right. Okay. And I was up late at night one night. It was about two or three o'clock in the morning. And uh, the Dam Busters came on. Aha, old friend of mine was in the Dam Busters. Really? I've never seen it. Richard Richard Thorpe, um, who was in Emmerdale... Um, um, oh God! He was also in Emergency Ward Ten. He's sadly dead now, uh, but he was in the. He was one of the uh, guys in the Dambusters as well. I haven't seen the whole film. I've I've got about halfway into it, and I thought, wow, this is a really, really good film. It is a good film. I I haven't seen it for years, but yeah, it's a, it is a good film. I've seen you know the bits, the clips where they're dropping the mm. bombs and everything over the years, you know, but I've never actually yeah. watched the film from start to finish. Yeah. So I'm going to do. I'm actually going to buy a copy of it because, obviously, being on tally, it was a bit naff quality. So I'm going to get a digitally remastered version of it if there is one. Oh, sure. I mean, if not, you'll do one. The real reason why I'm going to buy a copy of it is because, unfortunately, and I understand the reasons why, but uh, there was mm. the the man at the front doing the uh, sign language. Oh yeah, I find that annoying too. Well, I found. I'm, so, I'm sorry. I mean, I, I know that some people rely on it, but it's become a real thing now, hasn't it? Every every American uh, what's it has somebody there doing it, and you know, I suppose if if you're deaf and uh, you need it, but sometimes it is it's intrusive, isn't it? Sometimes it makes it difficult to concentrate on what's going on. Well, I was going to come to that. Firstly, um, isn't that what subtitles are for? That's a good point. But yeah. But yeah, what is the difference between sign, lang sign language and, and subtitles? Maybe it's for educational purposes, you know, for, to learn sign language. I accept that, that, that's fine. But the main thing that concerned me was, and maybe there's a reason why, but the film was filmed in sort of the typical old-fashioned square box fashion, mm. if you know, not widescreen, it was just these sort of... So you had borders yeah. down the left and right-hand side, but they placed the man slap-bang in the middle of the screen. Surely mm. they could shift him over to the right-hand side of the screen. Yeah. Straight. And the other thing is, as well, that sometimes these people are not pleasant to look at, but that, that's just facile on my part. <laughs> oh, dear me. I'm going to see... Well, I'm only saying what people think. I'm sorry, but, you know, it is facile, but that's what a lot of people think. I'm going to go and see Pitch Perfect 3 um, this okay. weekend. It's, it's a singing a cappella thing. Ah, oh, right, okay. <clears throat> With Rebel like the Wilson. Glee thing, is it? No, it's, it's, it's like a comedy. It's, it's a Rebel Wilson um, is in it. Uh, I, like I hate all of that stuff. Really? Mm. I won't send you uh, Pitch Perfect 1 and 2 then. No, no. Those are not the sort of movies I like. Hampstead, things like that are great. I like that. I've got some more films like Hampstead to send you then. Oh, good. Good. Um, right. Uh, have we done everything now? Um, you were going to do Wales Mail. Um, no, I am. I, I, did we talk about the Ice Age? We talked about, well, not the Ice Age, the film, but we talked about the uh, Ice Age happening. Yeah, no, no. It's just important that people realise that there is a very great possibility that in the next 15 to 20 years, uh, there will be an Ice Age. And it, it, it 
won't necessarily creep up on us. It could start snowing one day and then not stop for six months. So we all need to get some shovels. Well, that or diesel cars. Yeah. Turn the heatings on, open the windows. Yeah, yeah. Um, but we ought to get an expert on about this. I might do that on my uh, talk radio. Did I tell you about my talk radio show? Yeah, I think I did. Uh, right, Wales Mail, if you want to uh, drop me a, an email, jameswellradio at gmail.com. Uh, Diana Ray. It's a nice name, isn't it? It is. Yeah. Uh, Diana Ray says, I am a self-proclaimed conspiracy expert and the an author who would love to be your guest. I'm promoting my new book, The Sequel, which took a great deal of research in alien conspiracy, Hitler and the viral society, Hollow Earth, Antarctica, reptilian and Atlantean races, genetics, time travel and much more. I am willing to talk about any conspiracy. I have been a guest on dozens of radio programs and would love an opportunity to be on your show. Diana Ray. I think you should send her a little email back and ask for a contact number. I think that'd be quite funny. Will do. Don't you? Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm not going to do it now, but I'll do it after the show. I'll send an email back. Mm. Diana Ray. Um, she seems to talk about everything. Diana Ray. You know there. Yeah, Diana Ray. Yeah, that'd be quite good. Um, Gillian Griffiths. Hello, Gillian. Says, uh, firstly, good to hear that you're on talk radio again. I'm happy you're healing well. Yeah, I'm having one of those days. It's twinging. Like, I wonder if the cold weather affects when you have false hips put in. I don't know. Uh, secondly, your image was seen on the Force Essex by my son. Question from my son is, why can't all adults make as much sense as you. Ah, oh, Gillian, thank you very much indeed. Lots of people would disagree with that, but your son seems to be a very sensible and a uh, and a man who I think will go far in the future, don't you? Are you asking me or are you... Yeah, yeah. I'm asking you. Um, yes, he, he will do well. Yeah. Uh, Gillian, thank you. Um, yeah, Monday to Thursday and Sunday sometimes as well on talk radio. He will not turn out to be a metal polisher. No, absolutely not, whatever that is. I never actually found out what a metal polisher. Well, I suppose you just spray stuff on metal and rub it hard. Well, yeah. Yeah. That's all it is at the end of the day. Well, there we are. Bit of yeah. pledge, you know, duster. Yeah. Get paid for it. I suppose he's doing... Well, if you get paid... getting paid for polishing metal. I mean, I polish a lot of metal when I'm doing the housework and stuff. My mother used to uh, polish all her brasserie stuff. Mm. Yeah, you don't. People don't do brass much anymore. When I was a kid, people used to uh, paint their front doorsteps. Oh yeah, that sort of sort of brick red colour. Yeah, yeah. No, and I'm glad to say they don't do that anymore. My my front doorstep's falling apart. Must go out there and do something about it sometime, or get a builder in. I think that's probably a better idea, isn't it? When we get some money, maybe we'll do that. Okay, it'll, it'll stay like it is now then. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, uh, questions for the whale, I think, uh, okay. before we do right. go? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, uh, Jackie Gant. Hello, Jackie. Uh, how much weight did you gain over Christmas? None. In fact, I've lost weight. I, I must admit, I think I've lost weight over Christmas. Yeah, I have. I didn't eat as much as I thought I would. Yeah. No, I've, even even the Christmas pudding is still in its wrapper. Oh, we went to Iceland. Yeah. I'm trying to get as many supermarkets on the show as possible. 
Good. Well, if they start paying for their mentions, that's uh, that's okay. Um, why would you call a supermarket after a country? That's a good point. I would be. I, I would make Iceland change their name. If I was if I was the president of Iceland, I'd stop them from using my name as uh, their their food shop name. I thought they tried doing that. I'm pretty certain that, that, that mm. last last year, I think they tried to do that. I don't go into Iceland anyway. It's full of frozen stuff. Yeah, I don't like I don't like the, their commercials. I just bought some desserts from there. They were rather nice. <clears throat> Make your own. Too lazy. I was too lazy to eat. Never mind. Uh... All right. Yeah. Anyway, so we didn't put on any weight. Thank you. Nope. Jackie? Uh, Eric George Anderson. Yep. Spend your money and enjoy retirement or scrimp so you leave your kids more? Um, what a lovely position to be in. What, have the money in the first place? Yeah, what a, what a lovely position to be in. Uh, whatever suits you, Eric, my friend, whatever suits you, okay? You know better than uh, me. If I, 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 have, um, I, I have no retirement plans. I have, uh, according to lots of people, never had a job anyway. So um, uh, I'm, I'm quite happy to, uh, to muddle on until I can't. I don't really, I don't have a pension apart from the state pension, I suppose. So, so uh, I couldn't live on that, I don't think. So I think I'll just carry on. You could do a bit of both, though, couldn't you? You could spend your money yeah. on things yeah. that the children yeah. can inherit that would probably be worth more money, that you can enjoy now. Yeah. Like a villa. I didn't, inherit, I, I didn't inherit very much from my parents. Your good looks, I suppose. Yeah, that was about it, really. You know, after you'd sorted the problems out but anyway um you have to do what you feel you uh, you can do eric but uh, i tell you, everybody i know who who thinks they i'm gonna have to retire i've worked hard all my life i'm going to retire and enjoy it and they're usually dead in about three years okay that's so depressing right not really keep on doing something you don't have to keep on doing what you've done if you've got a job where you're really bored and you want to do something else then yeah i can imagine that's um that's pretty uh, soul-destroying, and you look forward to the end of life having a few years of doing the things you want to do. But actually, you'd be better off trying to do the things you want to do while you're fit enough to do them. Okay. Manny Williams. Yep. Uh, why don't people stick to their New Year's resolutions? Is there any point in setting them? No. What, 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 why do you... Who says you've got to have a New Year's resolution? It's again, this stupid tradition. I wouldn't bother with it personally. Have you not had any over the years? Never. You've never had a New Year's resolution? No, I never do things. I never say, well, this year I'm going to do this or that, because that's not the way life goes. You don't know what's around the corner. Okay, uh, William Barrow. William, what is your favourite sausage? Pork. I wasn't expecting you to say that. What were you thinking I would say? Like Cumberland or something. No, pork, a good, juicy pork sausage with a little sage, maybe. We made our own pigs in blankets this year. Did you? Yeah, a lot better than the pre-made ones. So all you've got to do is buy a sausage and wrap a bit of streaky bacon around it. It's not really the height of culinary cuisine, is it? Ah, but we bought pre-cooked sausages and wrapped the bacon around and then cooked them again. Really? Yeah, because then the ba otherwise the bacon sort of gets too crispy. Right. I like crispy bacon, I must admit. Um, I'm a big fan of crispy bacon. Yeah. Rob James. 
Yeah. When it rains, why don't sheep shrink? Uh, because wool only shrinks when you take it away from the sheep. If you were supposed to wear wool, you would grow it on your own body. Okay. That's a right, good point. Go yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Martin Foggle. Stupid name, Martin, if I might say. Maybe it's Fogle. Could be Fogle. Yeah, that's a much more intelligent name. F-O-G-A-L. Fogel, yeah. Martin Fogel. I'll edit that bit out. Uh, sh should the Prime Minister phone IKEA for a new cabinet? Uh, it'd probably be an improvement on the cabinet she's got. MFI. Yeah, definitely an improvement. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Matt Perland. Quality Street, Heroes or Celebrations and why? Quality Street. I don't even know what the others are, to be honest with you. Uh, <clears throat> heroes are um, Cabri's um, chocolates, aren't they? Celebrations no. are Mars chocolates. Ah. And Quality Streets are Nestle, I think. Are they Nestle? Well, I think Nestle, because the Cabri's are now American and they've bastardised the whole bloody thing. You've got a point there. Cabri's chocolate is nowhere mm. near as good as it used to be. No, they f***ed it up. Truly f***ed it up. Thank you, Cabris, for the extra two beeps that I have to put in. Yeah. Uh, you know, Americans, chocolate and America. Have you ever tried those, um, oh, God, Hershey bars? They are like eating shit. <laughs> in your opinion? Yeah. I don't get that in Obviously, point. in my opinion, because I said it. Gene <laughs> uh, Matheson. Hello, uh, James, do you think our yeah. police appreciate the fact that social media is now bringing to immediate attention when someone breaks the law? Um, I'm not sure whether they appreciate it. I'm not even sure whether it does that much good. I'm not sure how many people are caught from social media. I do worry, Gene, about social media which fires the lust of the vigilante. Uh, and because we are blessed with so many stupid people around... Uh, somebody sees something, it might not necessarily be what they first think it is. So I do worry a little bit about social media. Uh, and although I'm, uh, I'm big on social media, I love social media, I actually think that we need to control it a little more than it is. Because once you're on social media, be it Twitter, Facebook, anything else, you are broadcasting. And anybody can go on and broadcast, but lots of people are far too stupid. This is a whole program about stupidity, really, isn't it? Um, and there are rules and regulations, like the trolling of certain people by some idiots. Uh, the, I find it quite funny because these people are idiots and they say some of the most ridiculous things. What we should do is sue a couple of them out of their existence, really, and, uh, and put their pictures all over the TV, their, their names all over the radio, faces all over the newspapers. Embarrass the hell out of people who, uh, who don't know how to use social media properly. It's a good idea. Yep, I, I thought so too. Uh, I didn't think I had much to talk about on the programme this week, but I think I probably have. Mm -hmm. uh, Martin James Aldred. There's a lot of questions here. Go on then. Yep. Uh, can you sort out Brexit for Theresa? Um, well, if people listen to what I have to say about Brexit, it would have been sorted out. It's entirely up to her. Uh, and people who, you know, uh, people who... who have no idea what they voted for in the first place. But it, listen, it gives us something to talk about the whole time.
go down the pub, first thing people want to talk about. What do you think about this Brexit thing? I always wait and see what they say and then take the uh, opposing view. I find that the most entertaining way to do it. I haven't been to the pub for a very, very long time. Really? Why not? I, I, well, one, I, I, I don't drink that much. And um, two, I, there's not that many good pubs around here. Well, you're in Wales. It has a history of sobriety. In fact, it was the, 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 the chapel in Wales used to dictate what people could do in Wales. Luckily, you've broken free a little, but not much. I had a little tipple over the Christmas period. Good, good. Well, listen, if that's all, I'm going down to the pub now for, uh, for, for just a little tipple myself. Well, why don't you have a tipple for me? I'll have a tipple for you. I'll have a tipple for all our listeners. Wish everybody uh, the best of the end of the year. And uh, let us keep our fingers crossed and hope that some kind of sense will prevail in 2018. Thank you for listening. Tell your friends. Join us again next time. Next year. Radio show. For more information, visit www.jameswellradio.co.uk. Why not check us out on facebook.com slash jameswellradioshow or follow James on Twitter at the James Whale. James Whale, the voice of reason.